Firepower with Will Johnson. Only at Band.Video. I wish I could come to you with good news, but I can't. This is the deep state seems like they are winning. They, you know, we are in this battle and they have successfully put Roger Stone or they convicted Roger Stone, which is absolutely terrible. I met Roger Stone in person when I was in a rally in D.C. Uh, you can go back and look at Roger Stone's videos, various videos that he has from in the past, even as far as back as 1999, where Roger Stone was showing his support for Trump even way back then. Not only that, when I met him, his spirit, his love for this nation and his support for his love for this nation should be an example for all Americans. And this is one of the reasons why I believe the left is going after him the way that the way that they are, the way that they have. The left has politically convicted him for his love for this country and his support for the sitting president, Donald J. Trump. Not only do you have the leftists celebrating the conviction of Roger Stone, but you even have those, you even have some on the right celebrating it as well. So it makes you wonder, who are these people? The deep state is deeper than just people on the left. It consists of both right and the left, both Republicans and Democrats. On the Gateway Pundit, there's an article right now calling for the arrest, the immediate arrest of Alex Jones following the conviction of Roger Stone. I'm like, why would they have, why would they do that? What is the reasoning for doing that? They want to shut up Alex Jones because they still can't stand him. On top of that, you have the Washington Post has an article that has a comment from John Podesta where he was about to take off on a long transatlantic trip when he said, and I quote, I will just sit back and relax and enjoy it. This is John Podesta where he had the emails, right? And it wasn't someone that got hacked the DNC. Can we still ask? Can we still talk? Can we still bring up Seth Rich? Is that okay on social media? Because you can't do the whistleblower's name. The deep state see this conviction of Roger Stone as a win. And even if you go into social media, there are some of them already saying that he's going to be Epstein. They're like calling for his death already. This is horrible. This is someone who did everything he could to help President Trump, not to hurt him. To help this country, not to hurt it. It is evident that the Democrats are looking for the smoking gun when it comes to this impeachment hearing. It's completely in everybody's face. I don't need to go into a long laundry list on the different reasons why the Democrat, the Democrats have a valid reason to impeach President Trump because they don't have one. They believe, but now they believe they have that smoking gun. To go along with the bribery, they're saying President Trump is doing witness intimidation, all because of a tweet. All right, so we're going to be live again, as we always are, every single evening on Band.Video. As soon as you go to Band.Video, you click on that, click on it, and you go down, and you will see Firepower News. 
You go to Firepower News, you'll be able to see the entire show live. Do me a favor. Share that link out from band.video. Share it to everybody. Get everyone to come over because we're going to show you what the Democrats are planning for this nation. And we're going to show you some of the hideous and sick stuff that the left is trying to do to the entire world. And hopefully we can get a phone call from Alex Jones tonight talking about how they're calling for his arrest. We'll see. All right. So like I said, go over to band.video, band.video, Firepower News, and share that link. Share with everyone you know. Get them to check it out tonight because you're going to be surprised about all the stuff we're talking about. And you're going to be amazed that this is actually happening in our country. Band.video, band.video, band.video. Text it, tweet it. We'll see you in a minute. Testifying in his impeachment hearing. It was another smear against a veteran diplomat who served the United we're going to bring into our conversation MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirshner. He was inside the courtroom for today's verdict. Glenn. Hey, Nicole. I uh, just came out of the courtroom where moments ago uh, the jury convicted Roger Stone on all seven counts uh, on which he had been indicted. So uh, basically five counts of lying to Congress, one count of obstructing an official proceeding, and a final count of witness tampering. Roger Stone will now be facing statutorily up to 50 years in prison. However, the federal sentencing guidelines will come in with a much lower sentencing range than that. Uh, we're waiting to hear now uh, the date that will be set for Roger Stone's sentencing hearing. Uh, they will do a, a lengthy pre-sentence report to see where Stone ends up in those federal sentencing guidelines so everybody can go into the sentencing hearing knowing exactly how much time Roger Stone is facing. You know, Glenn Kirshner, lying to Congress, one of the crimes that Donald Trump's oldest political advisor was convicted of today has an eerie echo when we're looking at witnesses in an impeachment proceeding into Donald Trump. There's at least one who's been accused by at least one House Democrat of perjury, and that's Gordon Sondland. What is your take on how seriously even the Bar DOJ is taking the crime of lying to Congress? Congress. You know, Nicole, I think you just put your uh, your finger on exactly what the issue is. How will Attorney General Barr respond to what would ordinarily be an easy call if a witness lies to Congress? Congress, that witness ought to be referred for prosecution. Uh, Bill Barr is a wild card because it seems like enforcing our country's laws is not necessarily his first priority these days. I, I do think, though, there is this eerie, I don't know, coincidence or karma or perhaps serendipity where we have Roger Stone, one of uh, Donald Trump's longtime friends and advisors, was just convicted for, among other things, lying about the fact that he was, in Steve Bannon's words, the Trump campaign's access point to WikiLeaks and Julian Assange. Mm. I mean, that is really dramatic and damning uh, testimony from Steve Bannon because it showed the close relationship between the Trump campaign and Julian Assange so that they could exploit those stolen DNC emails to their political advantage. Hey there, I'm Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Thanks for watching MSNBC on YouTube. If you want to keep.
Okay, well, yeah, we don't need to hear him. I mean, stolen emails. I don't think that necessarily the emails were stolen. I think I still, I still truly believe that Seth Rich has something to do with it. There's no way for me to prove it, but I, I'm entitled to my belief. I'm entitled to my opinion. You know, you have the left. They would like to take that away from us, Tom. Uh, we have, I believe we have Tom with us, right? I'm here, Will. There you are. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Awesome. It's a happy Friday to day. you, Tom. Happy Friday oh, to you. you it's, not, it's not such a happy Friday for uh, Roger Stone. And I think this is a loss for the country, uh, to be honest with you. I think the deep state checking this one off as a win. Well, it's a message for all Americans that if you engage in the crime of journalism, you could very likely die in prison. I mean, the fact that that MSNBC lunatic gets on the television and he talks about the crime of lying to Congress. How about Hillary Clinton lying to Congress? How about Christine Blasey Ford lying to Congress? How about the people who are in Congress who don't even have to testify under oath? How about Adam Schiff lying and telling a make-believe story about, oh, President Trump was like the mafia don. We've got Tony Soprano in the Oval Office pushing for Ukraine to investigate his political enemies. I mean, all of these people are serial liars. What they did to Mm -hmm. Roger Stone is create the first American political prisoner. The fact that this guy could very well die in prison is proof that this country is a legally barren hellscape. There is no law and order in this country. And we're going to show more clips of the mainstream media, left, right, and center, bragging and, and, and just screaming their, their heart out for how wonderful this is. What an amazing time it is in America. We've destroyed law and order. We're putting everybody who's ever talked to Trump in prison. Alex Jones is next. It's so wonderful. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we actually have another video of MSNBC. Or actually, this is NBC, uh, might as well be DNC, uh, where they're celebrating uh, his 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 guilty uh, uh, verdict. But you know, you brought up um, Adam Shifty Shift, and in the hearing today, they kept repeating how Adam Shift kept saying that they were going to allow the whistleblower, and he said, "Yes, the whistleblower is going to come in with his testimony, are going to come with the testimony to various media outlets, CNN, the Vox. They listed, they listed off. I, I think I counted maybe fifteen different ones, and all of a sudden, Shifty Shift completely forgot. But anyways, here's it. Let's go to this clip with uh, M- NBC. I keep wanting to say DNC. I mean, one and the same. Uh, where they celebrate? Where they're again? They're celebrating." the verdict as well. We want to go to NBC's Pete Williams with some breaking news. Trump associate Roger Stone has just been found guilty on all counts. Pete? All counts, Lester, of lying to Congress about his attempts to contact WikiLeaks and use an intermediary to try to get in touch with Julian Assange about damaging emails to the Hillary Clinton campaign, and another count of trying to get another person that he was uh, talking to about getting to WikiLeaks, trying to persuade that person also to lie to Congress. So Stone will be sentenced on February 6th, and he could face uh, jail time here. The maximum sentence on these counts, if you just look 
look at the statute book is 20 years, but of course he's not going to be sentenced to that. He's a first-time offender. He has no other criminal record. But if you look at what has happened to other people that have been sentenced as a result of the Mueller investigation, uh, they've all gotten some jail time, some prison time, including Paul Manafort. Rick Gates will probably be sentenced next, sentenced, sentenced next month. But this is obviously a spectacular fall from grace for, 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 for Roger Stone, a once a partner of Paul Manafort, a longtime dirty trickster in Republican campaigns, and for many years a friend and confidant of Donald Trump. Uh, he had bragged to Trump that he had inside information on what WikiLeaks had on these hacked emails from the Democrats and the Clinton campaign. And he uh, told them basically he was going to get advance information and had an inside track to Julian Assange. Later, he said that wasn't true. But when he testified before Congress, he denied that he had any email contact at all with anybody about WikiLeaks, which obviously turned out not to be true. He presented very little defense. The only thing his lawyers did in this multi-day trial is play about an hour's worth of an audio recording of Stone's testimony to the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, and that's the, that's where uh, the, the government said he lied. But other than that, he didn't try to contradict any of the other witnesses. And among the prosecution witnesses was Steve Bannon, uh, the former campaign advisor to the Trump campaign. Now, uh, Stone has, as you know, been an outspoken person. He got in trouble with the judge in the run-up to this trial for all sorts of comments he made. He's still under a gag order, apparently, so I don't think we'll hear from him, although he will be free. He's not going to be held in jail until he is sentenced in February. So they're, they're, they're just ecstatic. They're so happy, Tom, that he was convicted. And he's convicted over emails, which I was looking for the emails when they were, when they were released. Uh, everybody was looking for the emails. President Trump said, Russia, if you have the emails, share them with us. Everybody was looking for the emails that no one hacked the DNC and the FBI still to this day had never touched the physical server where these emails were supposed to be uh, hosted on at the DNC. Well, it's so crooked. I mean, Roger Stone did what everybody did in 2016, what I did. He reached out to a uh, a radio host who allegedly has a severe drug problem and said, hey, I know you know how to get a hold of Assange. Could you do me a favor and get a hold of Assange? He forgets to bring this up before Congress, and now he may die in prison. And by the way, so we showed MSNBC, the far left network. That was supposedly the centrist network, the NBC, the over the air, one of America's stalwart big four networks celebrating the death of roger stone absolutely when we come back we're gonna show the right or supposedly the media on the right celebrating the conviction of roger stone we'll show you that when we come back firepowernews.com Uh, originally accused of lying to Congress about attempts to communicate with WikiLeaks, uh, tampering with witnesses, obstructing a House Intel Committee investigation, whether or not the Trump campaign coordinated with Russia in the 2016 election. Stand by. Back to David Spine outside the courthouse. David. Hey, guys. Hey. Bill, Roger Stone is guilty on all counts, all seven counts. We just got that word from inside the courtroom. 
Roger Stone guilty on all counts. We're talking about witness tampering. We're talking about lying to Congress, making false statements in front of Congress. Guilty on all seven counts. The jury came in about five or six minutes ago. The foreman announced they had a verdict. Now, it's not clear if Roger Stone will be taken into custody today. That's unlikely to happen considering his past. He has no uh, criminal past, so it's likely there will be sentencing uh, that will happen down the line. That could be something that could happen earlier in the year. We're we're told that uh, Roger Stone's attorneys will be appealing this. They're saying they're going to be appealing this. But right now we can tell you counts one through seven, which include making false statements in front of Congress, also witness tampering, guilty on all counts. Back to you, Bill. David, thank you. So essentially lying and found guilty. David, thank you. In front you. of David. Congress and found guilty also Yep, absolutely. Also, yeah, witness sorry tampering. Sorry about that bit of an interruption there on the microphone. I apologize. David, stand by. No there worries. Outside the courthouse. Thanks. Andy McCarthy still with us. Andy, if you could now react now that all seven counts are in, found guilty on all seven. Yeah, well, frankly, I, I think this was a slam dunk case on Stone all along in terms of the obstruction. Uh, some of the witness intimidation was in texts that were that were fairly explicit, as I recall it. Uh, and it didn't seem like he would have much of a plausible defense on that. Uh, and the fact that he didn't testify at the trial may have been some indication that he recognized the strength of the evidence against him and didn't want to take the, the step of potentially giving testimony that would cause the judge to increase his sentence under the sentencing guidelines, which they can do if you're likely to be convicted and you give testimony that the, the court decides uh, goes crossways from what the facts show. So, so you're it, saying you know, it was no surprise, Andy, in this? Well, I think it was a pretty straightforward case. I mean, once you, once you take the collusion part of it, which was, as far as the country was concerned, the collusion part was the important and consequential part. Um, the intimate, the, the interference in the investigation was, of course, important and significant, but more significant to Stone, and it always looked like a very, very strong case on, on that Part of Would it. you expect an appeal? Well, they you know always what? appeal. No. They have. Okay, a, you they can have stop a... it there. I don't, I don't want to hear any more of it. I mean, you know what? This. I mean, he starts off saying it's a slam dunk. I mean, why? Why do you have to use that? Why do you have to even say that? If this is a slam dunk, you can tell uh, his his texts were the reason why they did this to him. Tom, this. I mean, this is. I, when I was watching, because I, I would flip over between the Communist News Network and then I would go over to to uh, Fox News and I was sitting there watching and Chris Wallace and the rest of them. And I'm sitting there watching and I'm listening to them. And I'm saying, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It sounds just like the Communist News Network. I was, at first I had to do a double take. Am I actually watching Fox News? The Fox News is no longer a conservative network, if it ever was. It's always been a neocon network, and now it is an anti-America network, the way I see things. But he said slam dunk, and I'll tell you, maybe it was a slam dunk case. That's what happens when you have an Obama-appointed judge who thinks that she is greater than God. That's what happens when you try to put an Obama administration official on the jury. That's what happens when the whole thing is brought into Washington, D.C., the lion's den from the 
stuck. Yeah. This is a slam dunk case because the deep state wants to see Roger Stone die in jail. They want President Trump to be seen as associated with criminals as he is undergoing an impeachment trial. One of the previous clips, they said, oh, it's just serendipity that this happens as the impeachment trial goes on. No, this isn't serendipity. This is obviously planned. Roger Stone's home was raided by more people than it took to get bin Laden over a year ago. Then we have a trial and the trial takes like three and a half days. This is the most crooked thing that has happened in American politics. This is the correct time to be outraged, the correct time to be calling the White House. And Roger Stone has reportedly called for Americans to go to the White House and bullhorn President Trump saying, pardon Roger Stone. I mean, Will, this is ridiculous. We now have five or six of President Trump's confidants, advisors, campaign managers, strategists, you name it. They're going after anybody who so much as talks to President Trump, anybody who is slightly responsible for the big win in 2016. And as we all know, Alex Jones is next. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And there's an article right now where they're calling for his arrest. I mean, they seriously, because they want to shut him up. Anyone, because Alex Jones played a big part, a huge part, a colossal part in getting President Trump elected. And they know it. That's the reason why they're going after him, because Hillary Clinton, she hates Alex Jones with a passion. If she could put him in prison right now, she would. So. Tom, I have another clip, and it just ran out through me. Like I said earlier, I was watching Fox News, and I sit there, and I'm looking at Chris Wallace, and I'm like, really, dude? Really? Really? You're just gonna you're just gonna be like, yeah, CNN, MSM, MSDNC, yes, this is exactly what we want. This is exactly wonderful. And and then I listen to Chris Wallace, and I'm sitting there listening to him. And at first, I was I was like I, like I said earlier, I was thrown back. It's, it's disgusting, Tom. We are in war. The deep state, like I mentioned earlier, they're not just Republicans or Democrats. They're they're globalists. They're elitists. They're all of them. And Chris Wallace is one of them. I actually made a meme and said, I am the deep state for Chris Wallace. And I put hashtag never Trumper because that's exactly what he is, my opinion. Let's go to that next clip. We've set up this impeachment inquiry as we look live inside the the hearing, unless Chris Wallace has any more tattoo news. (laughs) Let me just say, (laughs) somebody sent me a picture of it. If you Google it, you'll be able to see it. As as Judge Starr said, it's a very good likeness of Richard Nixon that is there right in the center of of Roger Stone's back. We'll try to get that. Okay. So in any case, moving forward. But it is not, uh, I'm not a crook. It's not that one. Chris Chris Wallace is happy. Uh, He's giddy that Roger Stone is found guilty on all accounts. Chris Wallace on on Fox News. This is the Fox News of today. And now I've had multiple people on on the socialist media like Facebook and Twitter constantly saying how they are disappointed with Fox News. Even before today, it wasn't just because of Roger Stone, but they were disgusted with Fox News before today. You remember Shep Smith? He was on there. People discussed it with him. Chef Smith, uh, Tom, during the election of 2016, Chef Smith was on there multiple times calling President Trump a clown. And he was there. He was on Fox News forever. It was just here recently where he left Fox News. And of course, you know, Brian Stelter and what's his name uh, on uh, CNN? Is it Zuck? Zucker. 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 
Zucker, he's him and they're talking about, oh, yeah, we should bring Shep Smith over. They would love that. He would be a great asset to their to their entourage where they're trying to go after President Trump. Well, what we saw on Fox News today was the most disgusting element of the entire yeah. media landscape. CNN, MSNBC, nobody was as disgusting as Chris Wallace on Fox News. The man should be ashamed of himself. He should be fired. He should be blackballed. But he won't be because the entire media infrastructure is united against President Trump, and they see Roger Stone's scalp as a great victory. You're watching Firepower. Sorry to run over, Will. We'll be right no, back. No, you're after. good. No, you're awesome. We'll be back. in the fire of truth firepower with will johnson Thank you, Mr. Nunez. Ambassador Yovanovitch, thank you for being here today. The gentlewoman will suspend. What is the interruption for this time? It is our time. The gentlewoman will suspend. You're not recognized. Mr. Nunez, you are minority counsel. I just recognize. Under the House Resolution 660, you are not allowed to yield time except to minority counsel. The ranking member yielded time to another member of Congress. That is not accurate. You're gagging the young lady from New York. Ambassador Yovanovitch, I want to thank you for being here today. Gentlewoman will suspend. You're not recognized. This uh, is the fifth time you have interrupted members of Congress, newly elected members of Congress. A woman will suspend. Uh, Mr. Chair, we, we control the time. Uh, it's been customary of this committee that whoever controls the time uh, can yield to whoever they wish. If we have members of Congress that have a few questions, it seems appropriate that we be able to let Ms. Stefanik uh, ask her questions. Mr. Nunez, you or minority counsel recognized? You know, the whole meeting, the whole hearing was like that. Every time you have Republicans come up and and Shifty Schiff knew that, oh, wait a minute, I can't let her talk. I can't let her talk. I got to control it. I got to control the narrative because the American people are watching. We have to control the narrative. Do they really, Tom, do they really are in this case? Well, it's all of them. The Democrats, Shifty Schiff, do they really believe that we don't see what they're doing here? Well, I'm beginning to question whether anybody does see what they're doing here outside of the uh, bubble of people who already support President Trump. I mean, right. Shifty Schiff is acting like he has been anointed by Jesus Christ or perhaps Satan himself to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. I mean, he gets to sit up there and bang his hammer. And what he's doing is he's highlighting the fact that all of these procedures that have been agreed to by the Democrats without any Republican uh, inclusion whatsoever, he yep. is acknowledging, he's exposing that all of this goes contrary to how Congress is supposed to work. All of this goes contrary to how impeachment is supposed to work. But they don't care. They're doubling down. They're continuing to do whatever it is they want to try to destroy President Trump. And the fact, I mean, I I commend the Republicans for trying to talk over him, for trying to bring some semblance of logic and decency into this. But I think the shift show goes on. (laughs) The shift show. I love that. Yeah, actually, Judge Report actually had that on there, the shift show. You know, this, 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 this is straight up a coup, right? This is a coup d'etat. And they're, they're going after, uh, President Trump because the 2020 election is coming up and Shifty Schiff is acting like he's the king 
and he's not allowing any Republicans to speak. I mean, he'll let them go and they'll say certain things. And then when, when, when he doesn't have a choice because it becomes blatantly obvious, then he'll just sit there beady eyed, you know, and I, and, you know, just like, Oh, okay. I'm just waiting for it. And he just straight up looking at the clock. Okay. Clock, hurry, 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 hurry. So we have another clip, Tom. This is another one with him shutting down more Republicans from saying, having their peace and having their say at this hearing. Let's go to it. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry. Um, the gentleman was not recognized. I do want to comment. Uh, and Mr. Allow- Chairman, I have a point of order under HRES 660. The gentleman will state her point of order. Uh, the point of order is, will the chairman continue to prohibit witnesses from answering Republican questions as you've done in closed hearings and as you did this week when you interrupted proper, our questions? That is not a proper point of order. The gentleman was, will suspend. Mr. Mr. Chairman, Speaker, I have, I have, is chairman, proper. I have a point of order. The is not recognized. Mr. Chairman, I have a point of order. The gentleman is not recognized. I have a point of order, though. The gentleman is not recognized. I do want to respond. I allowed the I ranking member to. have a point of to, order. I, the gentleman is not recognized. Mr. Chairman, there are four transcripts that have not been released. gentleman is not recognized. I mean, oh, seriously, I mean, Tom, if we're having a conversation and I'm going to keep cut, cutting you off because I don't want the American people to hear what you have to say. I mean, how is that even fair? I mean, how is that even right? I mean, we're having to, the whole thing is, is the Republicans and the Democrats should be able to ask the witnesses that they are allowing to come to the hearing to ask some questions. But if you're not if you're not having a two way conversation, then what is it? Well, it's a shift show. I mean, what we're seeing here is is the I mean, it makes Republicans look extremely weak. It makes this pencil necked loser Hollywood. Tom, you're not recognized. Tom, you're not recognized. <laughs> I mean, it makes me look weak. If you can do that to me, it makes me look weak. Jim Jordan, who is the, the superhero that we have here, who is trying to take these people on. The gentleman is not recognized. The gentleman is not recognized. The gentleman is not recognized. It makes Republicans look weak. And Schiff, for all of his low IQ yep. wisdom, is doing a great job in making this party look like a bunch of quizzling losers. Yeah, exactly. So we actually have another one where... Uh, Schiff actually allows, and I think we can get this one out here before we run out of time, uh, where Schiff actually allows a question to actually go. And, and, um, looking at my notes here, it's a home run. Let's go to it. And this was in the form of practice questions and answers. This was your deposition. And you testified that in this particular practice Q&A with the Obama State Department, it wasn't just generally about Burisma and corruption. It was specifically about Hunter Biden and Burisma. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And the exact quote from your testimony, Ambassador, is, quote, the way the question was phrased in this model Q&A was, what can you tell us about Hunter Biden's, you know, being named to the board of Burisma? So for the millions of Americans watching, President Obama's own State Department was so concerned about potential conflicts of interest from Hunter Biden's role at Burisma that they raised it themselves while prepping this wonderful ambassador nominee before her confirmation. And yet our Democratic colleagues and the chairman of this committee cry foul when we dare ask that same question that the Obama State Department was so concerned about. But we will continue asking it. And lastly, in my 20 seconds left, I just want to get it on record. In terms of defensive lethal aid, which you were an advocate for, that was not provided by President Obama. It was provided by President Trump. That's correct. I yield back five seconds. Mm. Times you're recognized. Mm. Ambassador, thank you for your testimony. Bombshell for real. And she, I mean, she, at least she was honest when she answered it. 
At least he was well, honest. That, I mean, uh, finally a Republican gets to ask a question. That's the same woman who you just saw. The, the, the gentlewoman is not recognized. The gentlewoman is not recognized. She finally exactly. gets to ask a question and she exposes exactly what a, a, uh, the, the inmates running the asylum type of operation this is, where the Trump administration is in trouble for investigating the things that the Obama administration was worried about. And by the way, this woman, this, this, uh, Yovanovitch lady, she's only there because she got fired and she's upset about it. Have you ever been fired from a job, Will? Do you ever get to go to Congress and complain about getting fired? I mean, this is absurd what we're seeing. Tom, you're so on point. That's exactly what this is. President Trump fired me. I'm butthurt about it. So I'm going to go there and I'm going to fix him. I'm going to get him. Now, let me let me say this because it made me think about something. Let me Let me bring it like this first. With the utmost respect, I love all women. I think women are a gift to man on this planet. Without women on it, we're, we're lost. I'm serious. I think women are a gift to men from God. Okay. With that said, I'm looking at this like she, she got upset because of President Trump. She said, I'm going to fix him. I'm for sure you've heard that expression before, right? I've heard it quite often. A lot of women say, I'm going to fix him. Well, at least in the black community, <laughs> you hear that a lot. So I'm going to fix him. Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. In this case, <laughs> she's like, yeah, just call me. I'll go there. I didn't talk to President Trump. I didn't talk to uh, Zelensky. I didn't talk to him. I I wasn't on the phone call, but someone told me something. So I'm going to go talk to Congress as if I'm valid, as if I have a reason to be there. My reasoning, and this is hers, is because I want to get back at President Trump. That's what it comes down to, Will. She's upset that she got fired, so she wants to get the leader of the free world impeached for doing his job. President yep. Trump can fire any ambassador he wants to. This crooked witch didn't do her job, so she got fired, and now here she is. The gremlin comes out of the dark. <laughs> By the way, this woman is still employed at the State Department. Only yes. in the federal government can you get fired and just get reassigned. It's pathetic. Yeah, she's still employed, and she has a teaching job. Wow, that's amazing. This is what our students are being taught. My God. All right, we'll be back after this break. Firepowernews.com. See their transcript. Uh, I would also add that uh, the chairman has promised we'll get to see the transcripts. But there's still four people we've deposed that we have not been able to use the see their transcripts, have their transcripts released, and they're uh, released, and therefore the testimony they provided we're not able to use in these open hearings. If it's an open hearing, all the available testimony from depositions that has been taken by the committee should be available to be discussed for the American people to see. But no, 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 Mr. Morris and Mr. Hale and two other Miss Williams, two others have and, and another one have not yet been released. So I hope the chairman releases that. So basically, the way I'm understanding it, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, is that they have these transcripts from when they were, you know, information that the Republican can use for, like, cross-examine, right? I mean, I know this is not a court of law, but they use this information. Okay, you said this, you said this. Then they can come back and ask you, did you actually say that? I mean, that's the way I understand it. But the Democrats are preventing them from having the information that they need to have a valid impeachment hearing. It's, it's just a whole sham. It's a hoax. 
It is a sham. I mean, these are the, 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 the information that came from the secret depositions in the bunker where nobody's allowed in and there's an armed guard. And if you try to go in, you're going to get shot in the Capitol. These are, that, that's where these, uh, God, uh, only God can see transcripts are. Nobody is allowed to have access to these. So what we're seeing before, uh, before the television cameras today, I mean, all of these witnesses have essentially been coached by the Democratic Party and the people who weren't good enough, who didn't respond well enough to the coaching, they're not being allowed to attend this thing. Instead, we get Yovanovitch and all of these crazy people that we've seen this week who nobody has, you know, you heard the other day, well, I talked to a guy who talked to a guy who told me that I said that one day President Trump did something bad. These are the people that the Democrats felt they were most able to coach, and the people who they have not been able to train to spit back their talking points, well, we'll never see the light of day, we'll never know what they said, we'll never see the transcripts. I, If I were Republican, in, in Congress, I, I couldn't do it. First of all, I couldn't play this game like like Jim Jordan is doing, and God bless yeah. him for doing it. But it's all a charade. It's all a hoax. It's a sham. They're just going through the motions. None of this really matters to the Democrats because they know that they can all vote along party line, and they can move this to the Senate where it's in the ball then is in Mitch McConnell's court. I mean, if our viewers want to do something to prevent this, when you're not bullhorning to pardon Roger Stone, go legally be citizen journalists and confront the 25 Democrats who are almost certainly going to lose their job in 2020 if President Trump is on the ballot and ask them, why are you allowing this to continue? What do you think of Shifty Adam Schiff running this parade with absolutely no intercession from the Demo- from the Republican, with absolutely no oversight from his own party? Why are you going to vote for impeachment when you know that you will wind up losing your job in 2020 as a result? These are all the likely yep. suspects. Look at the seats we lost in 20. 2018, go track these people down, put a camera in their face as a journalist legally and ask them why they want to lose their job. Exactly. Exactly. So before we get to the next clip, I have mine, too. So we're actually (laughs) we're actually going to. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. So what we're going to do is put the phone number up right now, because if people can't get to Washington, D.C. to bullhorn them, call the number right there that you see on the screen. Now, it's it is Friday evening. So. No one's going to answer. I would imagine no one's going to answer the phone right now. But come Monday morning, please do me the favor. Write this number down right now. If you're listening right now, I'm I'm getting ready to put out the number to call Monday morning. You'll be calling the White House. You ready? You ready? Here we go. The number is 202-456-1414. Now, I'm going to repeat it one more time for everyone that is listening. 202-456-1414. Free Roger Stone. That's all you have to do. Call them, tell them, free Roger Stone. President Trump, pardon Roger Stone. This is, is, is crazy. So let's go, let's go to the video here with uh, Devin Nunes where he completely says this ambassador has no reason to be there. And it's like we were talking about earlier, Tom. She's there because she's upset because President Trump fired her. Fired her. Let's go to it. Were you involved in the July 25th Trump Zelensky phone call or preparations for the call? No, I was not. Were you involved in the deliberations about the pause in military sales to Ukraine as the Trump administration reviewed newly elected President Zelensky's commitment to corruption reforms. 
It, for the delay in... Um, for the pause. The pause. Uh, no, I was not. Were you involved in the proposed Trump-Zelensky, later Pence-Zelensky meetings in Warsaw, Poland on September 1st? No, I was not. Did you ever talk to President Trump in 2019? No, I have not. Mick Mulvaney? No, I have not. Thank you, Ambassador. Uh, not exactly sure uh, what the ambassador is doing here today. Uh, this is the House Intelligence Committee that's now turned into the House Impeachment Committee. That's exactly what it is, the House Impeachment Committee. That's exactly what it is. And, I mean, you notice not a single Democrat, Tom, said, no, this is not the House Impeachment Committee, because that's exactly what it is. It is 100% how to impeach this president. That's exactly. Right. That's all it is. Well, you notice Yovanovitch, her body language was very telling when he said, when, when uh, Devin Nunes said, I'm not sure why she's here today. This is just watch what I do. This is what she did. Maybe we can replay mm. the clip. She goes, she looks down. She knows she's being dishonest. That's yeah. a, a, she knows that she's there for dishonest purposes. She knows she has no business being there. She was not party to any of this. She cannot possibly have anything of value to add. And yet the Democrats parade her out because she has an agenda. She has an ax to grind. She wants to go fix President Trump. I mean, it, it's it's just so obvious. And I love that because that, that was why I was so glad we got that clip in here because she just I'm not sure what she's doing here. And she just, oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> you know that's exactly. who these people are. She can't hide it. You can't hide the body language. A hundred percent. OK, so let's get to this other clip because I'm going to try to before we run out of time here. This is Devin Nunes. Uh, the whistleblower only met with the Democrats. I mean, this is this is all hopes. Let's go to it. As the Democrats are well aware, no Republicans here know the whistleblower's identity because the whistleblower only met with Democrats, not with Republicans. Chairman Schiff claimed not to know who it is, yet he also vowed to block us from asking questions that could reveal his or her identity. Republicans on this committee are left wondering how it's even possible for the chairman to block questions about a person whose identity he claims not to know. <laughs> you know, and and when I was watching earlier, Shifty Shift is just, hurry up, clock, hurry up, clock. I don't like what he's saying, hurry up, clock, hurry up. And then as soon as he gets ready, time is over, time is over. <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen, time is done, over, over. You know, Will, this is goes back to the, the the sick little game that we're playing, where we all have to pretend that we don't know who Eric Sierra Milley is. He is the person who yeah. has been reported widely to be the whistleblower. He has reportedly sent cease and desist out because they don't want he doesn't want his name to be out there anymore. If he, I mean, well, everybody knows this guy's name. You could ask your great aunt in the nursing home, and she'd say, <laughs> "Oh, it's Eric Sierra Milley. He's the whistleblower. Everybody knows." And yet, Devin Nunes, Jim Jordan, all these clowns in Congress. Congress, they're continuing to pretend that Eric Ciaramella's name has not been on Fox News, that Eric Ciaramella's name is not something that would get you banned on every social network. I mean, it's a total and complete joke, but it is true. We got to give him credit. Schiff knows. The guy talked to Schiff. The guy reportedly talked to Schiff's people. They coordinated this allegedly. So, yeah, Schiff does know who Eric Ciaramella is, and he knows, and he gave him instructions on what to blow the whistle about. Yeah, exactly. And then there's one, the next video, we had another video, but I want to play this one here because this is the one where you can completely tell 
that Shifty Schiff was coaching her in front of everyone to be intimidated from a tweet that President Trump put out in real time. Let's go to it. Testifying in his impeachment hearing. It was another smear against a veteran diplomat who served the United States for more than 30 years under six presidents, four of them Republicans. And while we don't need to dignify the president's invective by repeating it or showing it here, we want to highlight its impact and its response. Here's Marie Yovanovitch's real-time reaction. Yeah, she did that. The president implicitly threatened you in that call record. And now the president in real time is attacking you. No. What effect do you think that has on other witnesses' willingness to come forward? Now she's going to respond like Chrissy and Christie expose forward. wrongdoing. Well, uh, it's very intimidating. It's a <laughs> designed to intimidate, is it not? Well, he's coaching it. Listen. Uh, I mean, I can't speak to what the president is trying to do, but I think the effect is to be intimidating. Well, I want to let you know, Ambassador, that some of us here take witness intimidation very seriously. Seriously? Seriously? See, this is what frustrates me. Firepowernews.com. Testifying. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Will Johnson and Tom Pepper, firepowernews.com. We are about to have Tom try the Turbo Force orange juice experience for the first time. Let's do this, Tom, so everyone can see. All right. I'm excited, Will. I knew when I came down here to do the show in person that I was going to have to try this at least once. Infowarsstore.com. Going for broke, huh? That's right. Infowarsstore.com. Infowarsstore.com. Mm. Oh man, you're not kidding. That just goes together. It doesn't almost taste like orange juice anymore. It's something else. Almost it's special. Yeah. Right. Wow. It just goes together perfectly. It like gives the orange juice that energy that is missing, right? It gives right? it some depth. It's not so uh, citrusy and acidic uh-huh. tasting anymore. And the thing is, you know, this is going to keep me up for the next 10 hours. <laughs> it will. It will. You know what? And then when you come back down, it won't be like a crash. That's, That's right. what I really like about it. That's right. Now, that is a fantastic idea. Amazing. It's delicious. I cannot recommend that enough to anybody out there. Put it in the orange juice, folks. He's not kidding. This Stuff is awesome. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, so yes, right now, Black Friday sales, InfoWarsStore.com is our sponsor for this broadcast that you are watching. I want to thank everyone for joining us. We're going to take phone calls in the next hour, but we are going to still continue to play clips and take your phone calls. So, the number for that is 888-201-2244 if you want to call in and talk about the whole impeachment hoax finagle that's going on, or do you want to talk about Roger Stone? Uh, so we're going to be playing videos for that. And actually, we have another video, Tom, that you may have not seen, but I'm a, we're going to wait uh, until uh, until later in this show to play this. Uh, it's, it's pretty hideous, so I'm just going to wait to play it for later. But So, Will. 
Yes. Well, I just have to say, you, uh, you, you got me to try the turbo force and the orange juice, and I, I've now secured the Vaso beat. And it was actually sent to me by a fan who was upset. They said, I can't believe you haven't tried it yet. You saw Will Johnson try it. So I have tried it with just the dropper, and Will, I do not, I cannot handle the sour as well as you can, <laughs> but I'm going to do it in water today and let folks see. I got, I got to like you. I got to be very careful and make sure I don't uh, spill it on myself here. Or the microphone yeah. or the desk. But uh, so it's two droppers a day. And I'm going to do both now. And you can see how it just immediately changes the water. I mean, that is, yes. uh, like you said, Will, you could paint with this. It's really a beautiful color, even in the water. So, all right. so let's see here. I think I actually did a good job of not getting it all over myself. But this is the Vaso Beat. You can get it right now. Black Friday sales on InfoWarsStore.com. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be delicious. I just kind of did the, the pucker good. face, and I didn't think I should do that uh, live on TV. Mmm. Dang, that is good. That is actually really good. It's got a strong taste, but it's not, you know, it's not over-the-top beets. It's not over-the-top. It doesn't taste synthetic. It's not real sour. That's, no, no, it's definitely not as sour as it was just out of the dropper. Highly, highly recommend it. Another good endorsement by Will Johnson. Yeah, and I got to say thank you to the fan. Folks send this to me, and they tell me I have to use this between the Vaso beat. I'm definitely going to be taking some chill for us tonight on a day like this where we've got Roger Stone behind bars. And then, of course, the Super Blue Silver and the lotion as well. Cannot recommend any of this enough. And while you're there, pick up Stone's Rules. Why not? Yeah. Anyway, Will, I just wanted to say uh, you've convinced me. Well, that's good. Now, me now you're convincing me. I'm gonna have to try it in the in the water myself. And I'm gonna take this one real quick before we go out. This is the Sur Survival Shield X3. All right, one dropper, one dropper. Here we go. I don't know if you can get the docu cam up here. One dropper right here, the X3. It's this good. is just delicious. Yeah, I can't it's get really good. the taste of the X3. Yeah, man, I, I love them all, actually. I take them, and I don't even need water to chase it, because I like the I like the taste, especially the Vassal Beast. But the X3 is absolutely awesome. It's a little bit more softer than the X2. All right, everybody, we'll be back. Firepowernews.com. Welcome back. It is Friday evening. You know, we like to say the last hour of the week. It's been a blessing to be here the entire week. It's a blessing to be able to bring the news to you. And we we love to take your phone calls. And we love to hear what you have to say. And, I, and this is my opportunity because Tom and I, we can, ha we can sit here and talk and we play the videos. And we could talk all night long about all this stuff that's going on. But I like to hear what you have to say. But Tom, before we before we take our first phone call here, um, you you actually sent this one over, and I saw this, and I thought it was absolutely wonderful. This is a video of Roger Stone from 1999, where he is talking about how he supports then just Trump, not President Trump, and he's he, he's a much younger uh, Roger Stone, but he sounds the same, his demeanor still the same. And his love for this country and his support for Trump is still the same. He saw in President Trump what most of us didn't see 
at that time. So let, let's go to the video. Good morning, Mr. Stone. Good morning. Um, I'd like to ask two questions. One, what has Mr. Um, Trump done to help the poor? And what spe specifically he's going to do if he becomes the president in helping the poor? Well, first of all, uh, Mr. Trump has created hundreds of thousands of jobs in his in his uh, business. I'm not sure that he isn't the only individual who could say this, uh, who's running for president. This is uh, this is after all a real estate developer, uh, but he has created hundreds of thousands of jobs. And I think the single best thing he can do for the poor is twofold. Under his national debt reduction plans, uh, the working poor would get the deepest tax cut, the, the deepest income income tax cut, and secondarily, a boom economy would help everybody. It would it would, it would create opportunities for everyone, particularly the people at the bottom of the economic ladder. So in Trump, you have somebody who's a job creator and whose economic plan is specifically addressed at, 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 the, at the poorer taxpayers, poorer people, as well as the middle class. I mean, listen to that. And that's exactly what President Trump is doing. Look at the economy. Look at the unemployment rate, Tom. That's exactly what he is doing. All right, okay. So we're going to take your phone calls, 888-201-2244. So you found that video. You want to make a comment before we take our first call well, here? Absolutely. I didn't want to interfere with the calls. But, I mean, Roger Stone, I, I love President Trump. Obviously, he's a big boy. He makes his own decisions. He's a genius, I firmly believe, anointed for this time. But Roger Stone has been urging President Trump to run for the Oval Office since the 1980s. And everybody forgets the forgotten run of the year 2000 when President Trump declared his candidacy for president in the Reform Party. And I kind of wish he had won back then. Imagine how different the United States would be. But that was Roger Stone who suggested he do that. That was Roger Stone who did the exploratory committee. Roger Stone who suggested that President Trump humbly and jokingly declare that he would run alongside Oprah Winfrey as a vice presidential candidate. I mean, this is yep. the guy who largely has kept pushing for three decades, pushing, pushing, pushing President Trump to run for office. And now we have President Trump and the guy who is partially responsible is is going to be behind bars. It's a travesty of justice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so we're going to go to our first caller here. If you want to call in, 888-201-2244. And our first caller is Reed. How you doing, Reed? How's it going, Will? Uh, one thing about this whole impeachment hearing, and I believe her name is Ivanovich, the prior uh, ambassador to the Ukraine. I was in the military, and one thing I was always taught is if you are up in front of someone and you're sitting there going, um, uh, uh, you're trying to make up something. <laughs> and through her whole testimony was just her going, uh, uh. So to me, it looks like that she's basically making this stuff up and she's lying to Congress. And anybody with any type of training like that would know she is lying. I would agree. I would agree. She was con she was constantly doing it. It was reminding me of Blessy Ford when when she yeah, was with the Kavanaugh hearing. That's exactly the, what it would, it gave that same feel to me. Yeah, when I think I, you're uh, completely right. Good. When Go I ahead. Was, I, when I was actually talking to people and watching that. And watching her, she was just stumbling through it. And when I was trained in the military to give classes and to read body language, 
whenever someone's sitting there constantly um and throwing those trigger words out there, it means they don't know what they're talking about, and she's basically trying to make it up. So thank you for your service, and I just want to ask you, if you, one of your students or somebody who you were grilling were to behave that way, what would be your next step? What would you do to kind of push them and uh, test the limits of their lies? Um, well, that's the thing. When I was in the military, they they taught us, like, the trigger words and stuff like that, and depending on the situation, I mean, be honest with you, these Congressmen and these other Republicans on that uh, hearing panel need to stand up and say, well, and start calling people out on this. And also, uh, just wanted to find out, well, do you want one of those 45 caliber justice hats? I made one for Alex and uh, Owen, and I don't know if they got them, but... uh, yeah. Actually, so. actually, I think he did get it because I saw Owen walk in with a, a hat and he was talking to AJ about it. So he, I believe he did get it. Okay. Unless it was, yeah, unless it was somebody uh, else, unless it was somebody else. I'm not sure. I didn't ask who, who it was from. Um, I don't know but if see, I'm I don't, able to make them anymore, but yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. But all right. You guys have a good one and uh, keep up the good fight. All right, thanks for the call. All right, 888-201-2244. Okay, Tom, we have a <clears throat> we have another video that we didn't get to earlier. This was uh with her uh acknowledging that there was no wrongdoing. This is number 11 uh in in our video clip here. This is where she was uh, acknowledging there was no wrongdoing here and you know, begs the question again, why is she there? Let's go to it. Do you have any information regarding the President of the United States accepting any bribes? No. Do you have any information regarding any criminal activity that the President of the United States has been involved with at all? No. Thank you. Thank you for answering that directly. The American people know this is nonsense. The American people know it this. It is. It's total nonsense. <laughs> it's, it's completely nonsense. Okay. So I see we have people calling in. We have more people here. Um, let's, I don't want to take, uh, Mary. We'll get to Mary right after the break because I don't want to have Mary on and then we have to cut her off. So we'll go to you as soon as we come back for the break, Mary. You know, Tom, would her sit there admitting that there was no wrongdoing? What are they going to impeach him on? I'm a little confused. Well, and why is she there? What is her purpose as a witness? I mean, the Democrats are in charge of who gets to come to these hearings, and they brought up somebody, they bring her up, they get her in D.C., they give her a hotel, they bring her before the stand, and what is she doing? She's proving that President Trump did nothing wrong. I mean, it shows that the Democrats have nothing, but what's crazier, Will, is the Democrats are still going to vote to impeach and move it over to the Senate, even after all of their witnesses fail to say anything incriminating. It's the biggest dog and pony show that anybody in this country has ever seen since 1776. Yeah, 100%. And it's only going to get worse. I mean, the the shift show, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazier than someone getting in a cage with the untamed lion. <laughs> and these, the Adam Schiff with his beady eyes, and I still say he looks like Beaker from the Muppets, you know. That's what he reminds me of. 
But why is the Democrats doing this? Because they hate President Trump so much, they're willing to expose themselves if it's going to work. But it, I don't. I, to the end, of, at the end of the day, it's not going to work. Why? Because the American people, Tom, they're not stupid. They're completely onto their game, and we're and 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 they're going to realize it come 2020. All right, FirepowerNews.com. We'll get to your phone calls right after the break. We're taking your phone calls and we're jamming y'all mind. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. That's not me and I'm not even related. <laughs> it's good. Look like you're having a good time. No, it's Friday night. I wish we all could say we were having a good time, but you know what? We have to keep our mindset right. Roger Stone has been done wrong by the left. Okay, like I said, let's go to the phone call. Let's go to Mary. How you doing, Mary? Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Hey, there she is. How you doing? I'm doing thank, fine. Um, thank you for calling. I'm I'm so disgusted with why nobody is questioning. This is supposed to be such a solemn occasion, and we're going to impeach the president, and he's got some moron looking at tweets, so he can repeat them. Yeah. What does that tweet have to do with anything? It wasn't sent to her. She didn't get it. It wasn't a text message that you're, you, you're a crappy uh, person when, when you worked for us. What, 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 how did it make you feel? It, it, uh, it, has everybody lost their mind? And nobody questions how abusive he was to the congresswoman from New York? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He was well, it is, I mean, it's... Like she was nobody. Yep. Go ahead, Tom. It is truly bizarre. I mean, you're right. That was a tweet by a guy who, just like the rest of the country, was watching the impeachment inquiry unfold. And he thought, well, I know why she was fired. Bing, 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 send. And now all of a sudden he's threatening her. He's intimidating yeah. her. He's scaring her. And she feels scared. It is bizarre. Thank you for bringing that up. How, how could you be scared of something you didn't read? <laughs> but you know that's the reason why shifty shift he read it to her to get her to react to it and then and then the whole thing is he was coaching her on how to react to it yeah, and i was, was like why what, why is he doing this and i'm like okay it's obvious witness intimidation that's 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 the goal that's that's how they're pushing the angle and there's no intimidation there but that's how they're pushing it people fell asleep in 2018 believed their BS lies, that they were going to give them health care and everything else. Why yep. isn't anybody bringing up the fact, I mean, I hear it sometimes, that nothing is being done. All those promises they made you to get into office, they haven't done. Why would you believe them now? Yeah, exactly. It's going exactly. to be the same You're right. thing. I mean, it's so, the same thing with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders has been in office for how long? But now all of a sudden he has the answers. Joe Biden has been in office in political office for how long? But now he has the answer. 
Why would we trust any of these people who've been in political uh, position for for years, but now they have the answer? I don't think so. I'm I'm with you, Mary. Well, Mary, it all goes back to the fact that they think this is going to unify the party. I mean, and Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. blatantly lied. She said nobody who came to Congress to impeach the president. That's why all the Democrats who won in 2018 went to Congress to impeach the president. Now we're seeing that played out. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Theo Cortez and Al Green, that other guy, that, that, that guy's weird, say, oh, we have to <laughs> impeach him or he'll win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And to my, uh, yeah, he's actually, sadly, he's actually represented from Texas, Al Green. And, and you know what? He reminds me of the Planet of the Apes. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying he, he reminds me of the Planet of the Apes. And I get to say, and it's not, ra- Tom, does he remind you of the Planet of the Apes? It's not racist if you say yes. Cause he actually, have you, have you not seen the movie? Have you not seen the movie? I mean, just look at the movie. I mean, he looks like Planet of the Apes. I'm serious. Will, they got Roseanne this way. You're not going to get me to, you're not going to get me to say it. Well, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. He looks like the Planet of the Apes. I'm saying it. All right. Well, hey, Mary, thank you for, who is the host? I agree. (laughs) Hey, Mary, thank you for calling. Have a blessed, have a blessed weekend. All right, so let me see who's on here the longest. Is it is that Richard? Am I seeing that right? Richard from Texas. Let's go to Richard. How you doing, Richard? Hey, guys. Yeah, Good. How yeah, are you? there he is. Yeah, he looks like Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Richard? Uh, so, I, hey, uh, so I wanted to uh, encourage the listeners. I know a lot of people are having problems getting through to the White House on the phone line. You got to remember uh, the majority of the White House staff is left over from previous administrations. So there's, That's very you know, true. obviously people actively working against the president in the White House. They literally true. were, you know, posting tweets and things saying there's people in the White House acting against the president. You remember the treason tweet? So mm. uh, what I wanted to say was if you submit uh, a contact me form on the White House website, those become official records and they cannot lawfully be deleted. They have to be on there. And I know for a fact from someone who works in the White House, the president goes in there and looks at those, even if they don't forward them to him, because he wants to know really? what people are really saying. So, so say that so, uh, say, another okay, way. So that, say that one more time where people can go is contact me where? Describe that one more time, exactly. White House guys, can you put that up in the control room for us? Yeah, there's that contact me link, and uh, it'll say uh, you can uh, choose the uh, drop-down box. It'll say contact the president. And uh, like I said, under federal law, they cannot lawfully delete those communications. They're recorded in there forever. Okay. Yeah. So the guys in the control room are looking up right now to see if we can put it so, up there. So is this whitehouse.gov and then you, you navigate through there? What's the process to get to the form? Uh, so basically on the White House website, there's a drop down box and you'll just see, like any website, a contact link in there. If you click the contact link, it'll pull up a submission form. And you just type in your information, and it'll say, what do you want to say to the president? And you write your message. And so um, also I want to say, you know, obviously think about your message. Uh, you know, be thoughtful the way you word it because 
the president is a businessman, like a very successful businessman. If you're respectful and you really think through what you're going to say and, um, you know, encourage him, tell him you're praying for him, he reads those and they affect him. But if you're just saying some nonsense like free Roger Stone, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, if you get a million contact me uh, saying that, it probably does influence him. But say something of value, say something of substance, really, you know, research your words and think about what you're going to say. And I know for a fact that these people read these because frequently when I do that to senators or congressmen, and I've actually gotten a handwritten letter from the president. Um, and also, if you handwrite letters to the White House, 100% of those go to the president. I know that for a fact his staff has said that. So, well, you awesome. know, hey. like sometimes we got to get old school to win the, yep. the information war. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Roger, I'm sorry. Hey, Richard, thank you so much for uh, calling us and good information. We actually put that up on the screen while you were talking. Uh, actually, uh, they were typing my name in there. Actually, they, they type Alex Jones in there and then they put my name in there. But I'm most definitely going to fill that out this weekend. And, you know, and that's beautiful information. And actually, I'm going to talk about it and keep talking about it because people need to know exactly that what we're going through. And this is the way that we can get to President Trump. All right, everybody, we're taking your phone calls. Will Johnson, Tom Pepper, FirepowerNews.com. We'll be back after this. It's Friday evening. We are taking your phone calls, 888-201-2244. But before we get back to the phone calls here, uh, I was, I've been saving this video, Tom, and I wanted you to see it because when I first saw it earlier, I almost just lost my lunch. And this is, this is, you know, companies that are targeting children that are promoting a certain lifestyle that is absolutely not healthy because the suicide rate in this particular lifestyle is like at an all time high. The way they're, the way they're, they're addressing, uh, addressing kids and stuff, uh, attacking kids is, is confusing kids beyond belief. And I think truly is demonic. And there's this demonic spirit that's going all over the planet that's affecting people everywhere. Cause if you notice, Liberalism in America is the same liberalism, virus, demonic entity that is on the other side of the planet. So let's play this video and then we'll come back so you can uh, give me your opinion on it, Tom. So what's happening is there's, uh, I'm assuming it's a mother putting makeup on her son. And now there's uh, two females in the room, and one female's putting this body thing around her chest so it will smash her feminine Will, that's parts actually, in. yeah, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, this is, a, this is a transgenderism ad from Sprite. We actually yes. covered this on uh, nationalfile.com, and it is all parents 
who are dressing their little boys or teenage boys up yes. as sluts and dressing their young ladies <laughs> up as players. And yeah. I have no idea how this passed for acceptable in a place like Argentina where, you know, the yeah, further south I mean, dude. The more socially conservative it is, but I mean, it's, it's bizarre. It's disgusting. Look it's at this. Insane. Look at this. And she, and yeah, and she's walking away. She's like, I'm so proud of him, but it, it but her dressed up like it, him dressed up like her. And th- look at this. I mean, it, really? Is that, I mean, did you see the mustache? It's like, I mean, seriously, dude. I mean, I mean, really? When Will, I mean, it, it, I always like to point out and look at him. Look sorry, at him. It, Look at him. That's the dad. Like, I'm so proud of her. When I, he, he really when looks he, like he, uh, I could see a tear rolling down his cheek for how horrible this is, what they've done to his child. But I mean, it wasn't that long ago where the prescribed treatment for transgenderism was talk therapy, not gender bending hormones, not cutting off your bits and turning yeah. them inside out so you can look like what you think you are. It wasn't that long ago that we actually treated these people in a way that would solve their problem. I mean, there is now a 40% suicide attempt rate among the transgender population. And so whenever you see a big company like Sprite, whenever you see Coke, whenever you see Pepsi, any of them, whenever you see them do this, they are essentially advocating policies and advocating for like 0.02% of the population where the current DSM, Diagnostic Standard of Medicine Treatment, is creating suicide victims. Yeah, it is absolutely horrible. Okay, so like we said, we're going to take your phone calls, 888-201-2244. Um, let's see who's been on here the longest. Is that, that Sherry? Cheryl in New Mexico. Sorry about that. How are you doing, Cheryl? Thank you for calling. I'm good, Will. It's nice to speak with you again. And you're yes. absolutely right about the transgender. Um, I live now in Connecticut, and there are twins that are being allowed to compete in, um, uh, track and field and they're completely intact and women are have sued about a young girl missed out on a, a college scholarship because of the transgender and they have a different mindset and hormones but what I wanted to talk to you about tonight um, so on BBS, there was a thing about an uh, article about um, uh, Roger Stone and um, what's her name, Yavakovich. And um, there's a man named Jason Thomas who started Another Criminal Bites the Dust. So then I said, well, Hillary should have been prosecuted for the death of Benghazi. Yep. And he said, well, Trump never did that. Well, it wasn't under, she wasn't under Trump's administration. So then he said, well, Barr and Sessions have had three years. Then he stated that the wall which President Trump ran on, and I'm from New Mexico, four generations, don't exist. Well, I'm here to tell you they do. Well, that's right. I mean, the wall is 
the wall is being built. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that irks me to no end when people, they sound like conspiracy theorists now that when they say there is no wall, it's like, oh, look at it. So thank you for calling in to say that. But I do think that there is a lot of understandable frustration about why the criminals from the Obama administration aren't being prosecuted. I mean, I, I, I completely get where you're coming from. President Trump is holding true to a lot of his promises. The wall is going up. Immigration is becoming somewhat under control thanks to Trump forcing Mexico to step up. But at the same time, Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, just about every confidant, every advisor, it seems like they are now locking these people up behind bars. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is on a book deal. She made like a billion dollars to write a book with her daughter. And uh, it's great. It's wonderful. She's thinking about running for president. Uh, Barry Satoro, Barry Obama, whatever his name is, he's running uh, the deep state from a house down the street from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I mean, there is a yep. lot of understandable frustration when it comes to the Trump Justice Department. Yep, absolutely. What upset me the most, and I'm friends with um, Chris Bronto uh, uh, from Benghazi. He said it was a myth made up. So well, you I know, that's, that. that's, the angle, that's the angle the left wants to do. I mean, just think about it. Even the past, the history of the Democrat Party, they try to change that. You know, like taking down the statues, just for an example, um, they want to change history. I mean, that is the motto of the left. When they when there's something that shows their ugly past, they try to change it to where no one will see it. Exactly. No one will recognize it. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's he, their motto. And we know that. And he laughed about the whole Benghazi. So I sent it to Chris Toronto and this guy's page. And now they're blowing up his page. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not surprised. That's 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 how hateful they are. So it, it's it's surreal. So hey, I want to thank you for calling us and have a blessed weekend. Okay, all right. So we're about like a minute and a half before we go out. Let me let me do this one more time because this is something that I need to get better at myself, and I've been really bad about it. Before we go out, we're going to take your phone call still eight 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 two zero one two two four four, but. I have to plug our sponsor because without you supporting our sponsor, we're not here. And if we, if you can't, if you're not supporting us, then we're going to go away. Then the, everything goes away. Then the leftist wins. They win in all of this. Now, I don't know about you. I don't want them to win. So I'm calling and I'm asking, pleading with every person that's watching and listening. Go to InfoWars Store, our sponsor for this show, and support what you see. Support us in what we're doing. Because we need your help. We have, there's big plans that's coming up, but we can't do those plans unless you support us. Because you know me, if you ever watched me in the past, I like to go out. I like to stand in front of liberals. And I have a special shirt that I love to wear when it says, get over it. Trump is your president. It's on my UnitedAmericaFirst.com website. Get over it. Trump is your president. I love wearing that black man dread life and I just stand there in front of him and watch them all get triggered. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and support us. We'll be back in a minute with your phone calls. People have a local office in their own district. And there's no reason at all that you can't go down there and protest. You want to go in twos or threes, 
And because, you know, if they if they say that you did this or that or the other thing, you know, you want to have a witness there. So they can't, you know, if it's one of these communist demons, you know, one of their mm-hmm. staff members isn't trying to have you arrested or something. And you don't want to do anything, uh, you know, that's illegal. But you want to go in there and complain is what you want to do. You want to know uh, why they voted for the impeachment, why uh, why they voted for this or why they're not uh, producing a budget, you know, th- and, and well, take up their day. Well, you know what? A lot of times, uh, you know, I've been to the, I've been in uh, the hallways there on Capitol Hill, and we went to various different uh, politicians' office. They perceive it as a harassment. They're like, oh, these Trump supporters, they're harassing us. They're not looking at us as American people uh, talking to them, trying to get them to look at, hey, you're doing this, and the American people's not pleased with it. They're only looking at it as harassment from from conservatives, from Trump supporters. Well, Fred, I do actually agree. And I think the one thing you go do exactly what you said, especially if you're talking to a vulnerable Democrat, somebody who just got into office in the so-called blue wave, the blue trickle in 2018, go and ask them again, legally, lawfully, don't be a jerk, do it very civilly, but put a camera in their face and ask them, why did you vote yes on impeachment, knowing that you only won because this was an off-year election and you're likely to lose in 2020? Do you want to continue to be in Congress. And I, because you, Fred, what you're talking about, we can create an avalanche and this can die in the House because these people, as our guest earlier this week said, the Democrats are lemmings. And if one of them decides, I'm going to vote no on impeachment, 15 more will follow and suddenly it won't have enough votes to make it out of the House. So it's so important. I really am glad you brought that up. That is the single most important thing. Be peaceful, be civil, be legal, be lawful. But go get in these people's faces as a citizen journalist and ask, why are you voting for impeachment when you know it's going to kill your job? Yeah, you know, I mean, I agree. There's nothing wrong with going and approaching these people at all. I don't I'm not saying not do it. Don't do it. But the, the way when I went there before, they just took it as that they're being harassed. Even if we were peaceful. We weren't being, you know, loud with them. We were putting cameras in their face. And a lot of times they just kind of like try to ignore us. Like the whole thing when you go and ask AOC. Um, why she support Antifa, you know, so it is what it is. But hey, I want to, I, I love it. If you, if we get a, a million people to go do that, I mean, let me know and I'll be, I most definitely will be there myself. Thank you for the call. Oh, sorry. Did you have more thing? Want, uh, you can go to the, uh, oce.house.gov, which is the, uh, and file an office of congressional ethics complaint. And you can do that right online. Okay, cool, cool. All right, hey, thank you for the call. All right, so let's see. Who else do we have on here? Let's go. Who's been on here the longest? Let's go with Eric from Florida. How you doing, Eric? Doing pretty good, gentlemen. Let me take out a speaker. I can. Cool. There we go. Hey, happy Friday evening, right? Yes, yes. Happy (laughs) Friday. All right, gentlemen. Hey, I heard something, and I actually just got in the door about 15 minutes ago, and um, a friend had told me something throughout the day, and I know his stuff to be truthful. Your uh, crew might be able to pop and look it up because I just didn't feel like it. I'd have you guys on screen. But um, the Evangelical Lutheran Church, I believe it is, Evangelical Lutheran Church, 
mm-hmm. is what I heard. That's what he said is promoting, um, you know, white white Christian boys to marry homosexuals and the LGBT. Yeah, you know, I think what I know when I was in Chicago, there was a Lutheran church there that was pushing the whole LGBTQ plus uh, community right. thing there too, and they, you know they call themselves uh, Christian, you know, man of, a well, man I, of God or whatever church of God. I, I wouldn't doubt it from ELCA. These are, uh, I mean, they call themselves Lutherans. They are really the most, some of the most insane people you're going to find. They, uh, a couple years ago, they had a transgendered pastor and they yep. allowed this person, this pastor to become transgendered, convert the gender, whatever it is, chop the bits off, turn them inside out. <laughs> then they rebaptized this person under their new female name and allowed them to continue becoming a pastor. So fellow Lutherans out there, stay away from ELCA. LCMS or WELS are very, very conservative. ELCA are insane. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thank you for the call, caller. Okay, so we have a video that I want to play before we go out. This is with actually with uh, President Trump, and I want to make sure that we have enough time to play this because this piece is absolutely phenomenal. It's another reason why I love I love President Trump when he goes in and talks at different rallies and when he does these speeches. So. Um, I think, do we have one more time? Do we have enough time to get another call? I don't think we do. So I want to thank everyone for calling in and I want to thank you, Tom, uh, for, for being on again. It's such a wonderful thing to be able to do this with you. I find it to be an honor to actually and, and to, to fight and be in this fight and engage in this fight for humanity, for all of us. And like I said, for everyone that's listening, everyone that's watching, please support our sponsor, InfoWarsStore.com. We need your support for us to be here. So I think the video is getting ready to come in. I want to say God bless everyone. God bless you. Watch this video with President Trump. It is absolutely powerful. You've got to watch it. All right. God's willing, we'll see you Monday. Good night. Impeachment narrative. Just came out. I only read it because they don't like to report stories like this. You know about that. Because we're fighting the Democrats, but much more difficult to fight is the fake news, I'm telling you. And they're a partnership. I call them a partnership made in hell. Here it is. Ukrainian foreign minister said on Thursday, listen to this now. And they won't even want to report it because it ends it. It ends it. It's all about that. Ukrainian foreign minister said on Thursday that the United States ambassador did not link financial military assistance to a request for Ukraine to open up an investigation into former vice president and current Democratic president. Can you believe? Like, we need help to beat sleepy Joe Biden? I don't think so. You know? You know, last election, by the way, I hate to say this, but now I have a lot of experience because experience is important, but talent is more important than experience, right? But I had no experience. Last election, we took down the Bush dynasty. It's okay. With no experience, Bush dynasty, 
Then we took down the Clinton dynasty. Then we took down the very crooked Obama group. So we took down Bush, Clinton, Obama, with no experience, but I had you, and we won. So think about that, and then think about me. Gee, let's get some help from Ukraine in order to beat Joe Biden. I don't think so. So just to finish this up.